Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. As we come to the end of our devotions on the Psalms, it becomes crystal clear that our chief end is to glorify God. The only problem is that we humans are not sufficient to the task of expressing the sheer wonder of the infinite majesty of the Almighty God. The good news of Psalm 148 is we need not worry, we have help. One commentator notes well, Every effort of the zealous believer to praise the Lord causes his unfounded excellencies to unveil themselves more fully to our enraptured, admiring, and thankful hearts. And thus, we become more and more conscious of our inability to praise God in a suitable manner. We therefore rejoice to reflect that there are innumerable hosts of angels before the throne in the heights of heaven who are able to praise Him in more exalted strains. And that's where Psalm 148 begins, in the heavens. Listen to verses 1 to 6. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights above. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His heavenly hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For at His command they were created and he established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. Verses 1-6 to six are a call to praise God in the heavenly realm for all the heavenly hosts to praise God. Now, in ancient times when this psalm was written, angels were not the chubby-cheeked cherubs that we envision. Angels were often the subjects of worship as they were terrifying in their glory. You read in the Bible how men often fall down in fear when an angel appears. But here we see that these mighty supernatural beings offer their worship to their supreme creator, God Almighty. And we hear about other celestial bodies, the sun, moon, and stars praising God. There's this great hymn called, All Creatures of Our God and King, and in it we sing, Thou burning sun with golden beam, Thou silver moon with softer gleam, O praise Him, Hallelujah. Of course, the stars join in as well. And recent pictures from the James Webb Telescope reveal the dance of the heavenly bodies through the cosmos as they praise their God. Now, in verses 7 to 13, we move to praise in the earthly realm. I couldn't help but recall the opening verse of the Bible, Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verses 7 to 13. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures in all ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding, you mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds, kings of earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord. For his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens. And he has raised up for his people a horn, the praise of all his faithful servants of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. The first call to praise the Lord actually calls on the scary things of earth to praise God. Sea monsters, storms, and mighty winds who do God's bidding are all called to praise. I found this to be both comforting and awe-inspiring. All these things that terrify us on earth, 
they actually do God's bidding. He is in control of what seems on our level to be chaos. And then mountains, trees, animals, and birds are called to praise God. And you may say, Joel, how can a tree or a bird praise God? Friends, trees and birds praise God by simply doing what God created them to do. Trees raise their branches heavenward and show out their colorful leaves. Birds soar through the sky and sing to God from the crack of dawn. You realize that the only part of creation that struggles to do what God created them to do is human beings, you and I. We are not free to do what God created us to do because of sin. The Bible actually has a different way of thinking about free will than what we hear. The fact we do evil, and often even when we don't want to, shows that we're not free. Freedom is being able to do what God created us to be and do, to be his praisers. That is why it's wonderful that Psalm 148 then calls humans of all types to praise God, whose name alone is worthy of praise. And friend, you and I are now free to praise God because he has raised up a horn. Joel, what does it mean that God has raised up a horn? Well, friend, a horn speaks to power, like the horn of a bull that lifts itself up after a victory. And Jesus is that horn God raised up from Israel. Jesus left heaven and came to earth. The Creator became one with His creation in order to defeat sin at the cross and to set us free. And friend, Jesus is now the one who leads us in praise of God. And one day He will return, at which point it's going to be perpetual praise for all of eternity. Praise the Lord. My friend, remember who you are and who you belong to.